The Comet's Tale by J. Smith. Read by Stacy Dukes. With each sounding of the bell over the diner door and the signature squeak of the kitchen gate behind the lunch counter, Dominic Rowe would look up from his newspaper expectantly to see who was coming or going. He'd already made a mental list of every person in the room, and even made a point to sit with his back to the cinder block wall in a position to see everything. For an hour, he sipped at a cold cup of coffee while counting down to eleven in the morning, pretending to be inconspicuous by reading and rereading the events on yesterday's front page, and occasionally casting a glance toward an open pocket watch on the table. You expecting somebody, hun? A horsewoman's voice called from behind his newspaper. The waitress, the only one in the diner, was growing a little impatient. He lowered the newspaper curtain and met her bloodshot eyes. She was in her thirties and wore her uniform like her hair, short and tight. She made a lot of effort to be pretty in an ugly place. What pretty she had was getting chewed up in the yellow lights and grease stains of the diner. Her big blue eyes were the last pieces of pretty left unspoiled by her surroundings, and he felt like those were growing darker the longer he sat there. Dominic Rowe did not answer. She did not deserve an answer. He only offered her a thin smile and widening eyes that tried to communicate a sense of wondrous expectation, but only succeeded in disturbing her a little more than she had been. She turned away and moved on to a man at the lunch counter. As Dominic hid back behind the newspaper, he saw her cast him a glance as she spoke to the customer, probably about him, probably suspecting his secret. Dominic didn't care. He enjoyed the moments when she left her post behind the counter to attend to him. She only had three customers in the last hour, all of whom just came off work from the construction site across the street. They ordered coffee and pie and made polite conversation with her cleavage. The rest were delivery monkeys with their breads and their frozen processed food things and their little letters and boxes with names of people who must think themselves very important indeed to be receiving sheets of paper this and that and what's the other thing with words? Oh, how important they must all feel shuffling these little bits around to one another, eh? Time stretched and then contracted around him as soon as the waitress was back, looking more annoyed than interested in serving him. He saw her coming. A small voice in his head suggested she knew his secret and was coming to let him know she knew, and maybe the whole diner knew too, and they wouldn't stand for it. She asked again if he wanted something more than coffee. Pie. A sandwich. The check. When Dominic shook his head, she sighed, turned on her heel, and retreated to the lunch counter. It was her walk back that appealed most to Dominic. She had good swing to her hips that he decided to call hypnotic. He liked that view better than when she faced him, if only because he didn't have to see her mix of forced smiles and suspicious glances. The main story on the front page of his old newspaper covered the garbage strike in the city, bordered by another on a murder spree in the poor part of town and a city council at war with itself. Buried at the bottom was a factoid about Comet Schumer passing through the solar system, visible to the naked eye even in daylight for only another day before disappearing behind the sun. Such cosmic wonder buried under tons of filth. His eyes caught key words over and over as the paper sopped the grease from his fingers. Rot. Stink. Murder. Death. Burn. Rape. Terror. The city was diseased and in turn a terminal cancer on the world. Dominic didn't care anymore. The words reminded him why he was leaving. Beyond the clothes on his back, his pocket watch, and the coffee in his belly, Dominic had nothing. Nothing but the impotent thrill of swaying hips, a stomach full of butterflies, and the tingle of caffeine behind his eyes. He didn't even have the price of a cup of lousy coffee. But it didn't matter anymore. The dreams were very clear on that point. The pocket watch showed two minutes to eleven. There were no shadows on the diner's front door. No new customers to check against the warning voices in his head, urging him to resist the devils and false prophets promising to make this garbage pile of a world better. Indeed, he had no need for these voices. Indeed, he had no need for those voices. He was glad to go, excited for the opportunity to escape. 
He resisted the urge to shout, Last orders, please, as the patrons began giving him strange, lingering glances. He realized he was giggling. Dominic tried unsuccessfully to pretend he was giggling at the comic strips. All he would say and repeat, Soon. It was very nearly time, very nearly time indeed. He nodded to himself as a second hand swept across the twelve and the minute hand drew closer to doing the same. Free of the sick and the selfish, of the hands at his throat and the voices in his head, soon he would be free. Dominic found himself giggling behind his newspaper, drawing more glances his way, including the shapely waitress. She was leaning toward the kitchen pass-through, talking to someone he couldn't see, probably talking to the dirty cook over his secret menu of fried and breaded hamsters and rats, he suspected. They must see the change taking place, he decided. They must see the glow of his skin and the radiance of his true form bleeding through his melting flesh. From their expressions, Dominic decided they must be in awe. Another round of the second hand, and a minute to go until eleven o'clock, he heard the squeak of the kitchen door and looked up to see the dirty cook staring over at him. He looked mean and miserable, like every other leper on this forgotten colony and covered in the filth of burnt meat and grease, stuffed full of it himself and stinking of the same rotten death as everyone else. Seconds. Seconds, and it wouldn't matter. He laughed at the dirty cook and the half a dozen apes ingesting poison and passing through their useless sedentary lives, oblivious of the true meaning of the world, the truth behind its creation, a truth now lost to the infection spreading through it. Even as the dirty cook whispered to the waitress and started toward him, Dominic howled with ecstatic joy that time was up for all of them. Goodbye! 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 Dominic heard himself screaming as he blew kisses at the ovine diners around him. His entire body shook with the prickling burn of his transformation into light and spirit. He sang a song from deep inside his memories, a schoolyard tune, words decades forgotten as the hands reached twelve and eleven o'clock, ante-meridian eastern daylight time arrived. White light, electricity, to stand in the gaze of Lord God as the prophets promised. Gone! 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 Go Dominic Rowe rose from his seat, lifted by powerful hands and arms over the table upon which he stood. The sensation of flight overwhelmed Dominic, and he laughed like a child playing airplane in the arms of his father. Free! Free of the burden of humanity! Free of... The world struck Dominic Rowe in the back, and the thick film of alley water soaked through his old shirt and down into his pants. The glow of rapture faded into flashes of light and sparkles as the smell of garbage and grease invaded his nose. The crumbling brown-gray building facades rose up around him like the walls of his grave with only the distant gray sky with wisps of blue above to remind him of the comet's tale. 11.05 a.m. Left behind forgotten. If he could not travel among the stars, he wished to melt into the filth. The sky was bright, getting brighter. The rumble underneath him was not the rumble of the city. Voices on the street sounded quite alarmed. Blue skies turned white, white as ice, then red as sunset, then black as home.